Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Daigle Bites ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Daigle Bites. Your voice like a whisper Breaking the silence You say there's a treasure Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Dago Bites. This week, we're talking about creativity, art, self-expression, all the things that make this world such a beautiful place. This might be one of my favorite things to talk about because I find myself being inspired by art. If you flipped my skin inside out, I think there would be murals on the inside of my body. <laughs> I love art. I love creativity. I love self-expression. Let's see what we had to say about it. In Portland, Oregon, I was asked, do you write all of your own songs? Majority of them, not all of them. Um, There's two. Okay, so all of them on this record I wrote with um, some co-writers, with the exception of Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Um, That one's a classic. So I just had to throw it on there. And then, let's see, for the first record... I think, oh, Lord. I think, oh, Lord was the only one I didn't write. I think. I'm trying to remember. Um, Here's my heart. That's the other one. So here's my heart and, oh, Lord, I did not write on the first record either. But I do love, I love co-writing. I can write a song by myself, but what's the fun in that? I love, I mean, there's a lot of fun in that. Um, I just love when people come and, tell you that your idea isn't as great as you think it is so let's make it better like that's a really good thing I think it's a good um, lesson when you can see someone else thrive in the process of writing as well not only you so for me collaboration it's one of my favorite things with anything in life not just music I'm like you wanted me to help you pick your wall color (laughs) I feel so accepted collaboration it's a beautiful thing In Phoenix, another city I love so much, I love Scottsdale too. I went to a spa one time in Scottsdale and thought I'd never get back. It was one of my favorite experiences. I have family that lives there as well. And how clean that city is just blows my mind. It's so clean. And they have this thing where, I know this is a random fact, but they don't allow power lines to be above ground. All the power lines are buried underneath the ground. How random is that? So you never see any poles or anything like that when you're driving. In Louisiana, that is never going to happen. You dig a hole in the ground and you're already hitting water. We're below sea level. Imagine the power lines being below sea level. That don't work out so well. (laughs) While I was in Phoenix, I was asked, does songwriting come easy to you? No and yes. No in the sense of I have to turn my brain on. Like... It's not like the thing I just do in my sleep and I don't think about it. It is, I have to mentally be present. Um, But the second I give into it, the second I like say, okay, this is where we are. I'm just going to fully dive into creativity. Um, 
it feels really therapeutic and fun and easy and light. Um, I'm not one of those people that, like, I know Ed Sheeran, I've heard about his songwriting process. He's, he writes so many songs all the time. He's constantly writing. So he's got lyrics flying off the handle the whole time. I mean, that dude can write songs in 15 minutes and they're ma- like massive hits. That's not me. I, I'll sit with a lyric and then I'll sit. And then I have a friend, his name is Paul Duncan. And he loves, like he writes, 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 writes. And he shares this Google Doc with us. And we all will tweak lyrics as we go. Um, and I find in those, I'll sit down and I'll really think about a concept. And there's times where it's like, oh, this is, this feels difficult or this isn't really coming together. And then there's other times where you just like, you have, you go into a co-write and you have two lines that come out of it. And after that, you're like, all right, well, we got two lines and that was that. And you just kind of have to roll with it as it comes. Um, but I think the greatest practice is doing it often, writing often, thinking in a creative headspace often, letting that kind of faucet just be turned on. It's like creativity is the one faucet, I think, that you don't have to always worry about, is this going to cost me a lot of money to have the water running all the time? (laughs) Creativity is like the more you turn on the faucet, the greater as a creative you get. In Phoenix and Red Rocks, I was asked the same question. What is your writing process like? A lot of times I'll go into the studio. I'll either write with my producers or a producer and a, a songwriter and we'll sit in there Sometimes we will start writing at like 11 o'clock at night. We write really, really late. I'm a night owl. So I like to write at night. I like to sing at night. I do a lot of the recording at night. When I was in high school, I had to be homeschooled for, well, seventh grade and then two years in high school. And while I was homeschooled, I wouldn't start my classes until I was, until it was midnight. I would start my classes at midnight and then finish them around like 4 a.m. Because I needed the whole world to turn off. And then I could focus. If otherwise, it would take me seven hours to complete what I could have done in three. So that's kind of how songwriting is for me too. Sometimes we will write in the day. And, you know, I'll be on a walk and just talking with God and working things out and telling Him my fears and my insecurities and things that I'm wrestling with. And then I'll bring those to the surface of the conversation when I get in the room with songwriters. And then we sculpt lyrics. And sometimes I just, I just offer a melody and then I can tweak lyrics. Sometimes I have a chunk of lyric um, with the melody, but I don't know any other part of the song. But it's a process that I, I like collaborating. I like writing with other people a lot because it brings multiple ideas to the, the equation. In New Orleans, and I must say, I get asked this question a lot. It varies from time to time. But what kind of music do you like to listen to? Let's see what I had to say. I like a lot. I like singer-songwriter music. A lot. Um, I'm a junkie for some pop music. But I'm not a big candy pop fan. Candy pop, not so much. But like good pop music and Motown. Motown's probably my number one. I love Motown and I... I love classic rock, too. I don't know. That's a really hard question. Like, I love Fleetwood Mac a lot. Yay. 
six people like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> but I would say of that, Motown. I love Motown music. You can dance to it. James Brown, nothing like it. Is he Motown? Hopefully. <laughs> this past year, I had the chance to go to Brussels, Belgium. And I remember we played in this funky venue. It was so cool. There were three venues in one. And there are all these old um, glass walls in there. And there were circle rooms. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Brussels is a cool spot. If you've never been, check it out. While I was there, I was asked, have you ever thought about having professional backup dancers at your shows? So um, I haven't found the music for that yet, but I I think dancing is one of the most beautiful art forms I've ever seen because I, I can't dance very good. I can only sing. I can't really dance very well. Growing up, I would go to the ballet or... Um, I would go to see like our local schools, uh, like dance programs and things at like quarterly, you know, they do it in school where the kids come out and dance. And I've always been amazed. I'll cry. Like it opens up my, my heart in a way that's different than music. I think it's one of the most pure expressions of art. In Baltimore, Maryland, I was asked, what was the process of choosing your album cover? Um, in one word, long, but we made it. <laughs> this is what I had to say. It was, the process was like this. Could you move that a millimeter over? Okay, no, no, no. Now drop it a millimeter. Actually slide it to the left a millimeter. Okay, yeah, that word, that looks right. Okay, wait, let's change this font. No, the font's too boxy. No, the font's too curvy. No, the font's too stiff. No, the font's too... That's how that process goes. <laughs> I like this picture, but I like this picture, but I like this picture, but can we add this picture? I don't need to choose that picture. There's too many pictures to choose from. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I need options, but not this many options. I actually love, my my team is so kind because they let me be involved in every ounce of the process. His name is Connor. I highly recommend you look him up, Connor Dwyer. And um, his his work is just really, really inspiring. A lot of times, like graphic designers, they kind of want to do their thing. And as the artist gets more and more involved, it gets a little more like, okay, I need you to back out just a little bit. Or sometimes artists just don't even want to be involved at all. But Connor is so kind. He just says, what day are you free? We'll just sit next to each other and just do this whole thing together. And we just sit next to each other. And he got married during the process of us working on the record. And his wife is a dream She's precious. So we would all sit in the room together and just laugh and watch the sunset and, you know, grab a hold of pictures. And it was really, it was a lot of fun. A lot of decisions. Shout out to any graphic designers out there. Holy moly. Yeah, there's a lot of decisions to be made. More than I think you would realize. Down to the texture of the paper and the thickness of the paper and we can only choose this many sheets to be folded in order to fit into the case so that goes into how many pictures we can select but if we want to spread it out then there's a certain like temperature that changes on each photo that can make it more grainy it's very um in depth honestly but I love it I come alive in details I I need someone to uh show me the big picture but the second details are involved, sign me up because I love details. 
So it was a lot of fun. In reality, I had 56 cover comps. We drafted 56 album covers. But I will say that I heard that Joel Houston, now this might be speculation, so don't quote me on this. I heard that Joel had over 400. (laughs) So at least I'm not doing that bad. I mean, come on, 56. I could have probably done 300, but I got cut off. Art is such a pure, raw, elegant form of self-expression that I'm so fortunate to now be able to have a career in. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you're inspired. I hope you're encouraged to go out and create something. If you've never tried even painting or drawing with chalk on a sidewalk or meeting someone and having a fun conversation, all of these are expressions of art. And I think if you're questioning, huh, could I ever be interested in this? Just get out and try. That's something beautiful about art. There's never a thing called failure in my eyes because each so-called failure brings you to a place of learning. When you're learning something, you're never failing. So go ahead and get after it. Hope you guys are inspired and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Dago Bites. Make sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and send me your questions to podcast at laurendaigle.com. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Daigle Bites ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like sure. to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the way back machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts